0: slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're gonna do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah <laughs> Ah The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. It's finally here, my favorite Poe story.
0: <laughs> it only took us three <laughs> years to get to it, but it's worth it because in the beginning I didn't understand how to read Poe and you helped me Learn how to appreciate Poe's...
1: He's prose.
0: <laughs> his ability to make you feel completely unhinged at the unseen terror.
1: So uh, before we get started, was that helpful for the raven finally? Because I'm sure you read it in high school or college. Now rereading yeah. it, were you able to get that more out of it like we need sometimes?
0: Okay, well, the plot. A man yells at a bird in a room. how do you make that interesting right like okay let's go a step deeper and it's a man is sad he's he's lost a, a woman that he cares about and a bird flies into the room and he just yells at the bird in the room and hears things the bird's not saying right like that okay that still doesn't sound too interesting but when i read it this time with some of the tools that you've given me i'm like, okay. So Lenore was, the, the real story is the grief. The, the story is not this bird in the room. The story is not the actions the man is taking. The story is the grief and the impact it has on this man as he's lost a woman named Lenore, who we have no idea who is in a relation to him. Was it his wife? Was it a lover? Was it someone he never even talked to and was just obsessing over, right? And the way he exudes this sickly obsession onto something that is not even deserving of receiving that attention, this, this raven that flies into the room, is fascinating. And you would never get there if all you're doing is focusing on just the plot or what the characters were doing and not focusing on how the characters were feeling or thinking.
1: I'm going to take it one step further because I, I appreciate the praise, but one thing that we've incorporated here on the Codex Cantina is discussion. And that's one of our goals is get people having more discussion. And The Raven is my favorite post story, but I loved it even more this time than any of the other times I've ever read it. And I'll tell you why. We have started incorporating poetry on our channel, and you have helped me learn how to break down poetry and enjoy it more. And reading this for the first time as a true poem... And going through the rhythm and the rhyming and the breakdown and looking at it less of a story for the first time really brought out some of the essences for me. And I read it out loud, too, because I always try to do that with poetry, because I remember you told me that's kind of sometimes a little trick to help out. And I kept getting that musical feel for it of the nevermore and lenore and you know the rhyming of it and i just i enjoyed it so much more and it it brought out kind of that heartbreak and that grief that i think poe is trying to get you to feel as you read this so if someone else is struggling with that if, if nothing else take that away from this this talk tonight of read it out loud you know get one of those little you know awesome meter thingies and put some beat to it and i think that can help you enjoy it as more because this is something that has a style and flavor to it
0: well it's iconic right like i told my wife we were reading this one and she remembered Nevermore, and she hasn't read that story in 20 years right
1: my wife did the same (laughs) you look up
0: the baltimore ravens literally named after this poem google it. It, it it's out there And, you know, you've got like Blue's Traveler song. You've got The Simpsons Halloween episode. Like anytime you make it on The Simpsons, it's legendary, right? So we're dealing with a story that has touched the hearts of a lot of people.
1: To quote the raven, nevermore.
0: (laughs) So even the opening, right? When I look at this with some of the tools that we've discussed, you know, this once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary. Over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of some one gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. So he's on the verge of napping, right? Our broski is just trying to get some Z's, and I guess I never really thought about how you could interpret this poem as almost like this hallucinatory, dreamlike state.
1: Oh, I was going there. Yeah.
0: Whether it's the fear or whether it's the tiredness like even kind of like the charles dickens christmas carol classic story is he really thinking that was it just a piece of cheese right are we really seeing this raven in the room or did we just fall asleep on the couch right you you open up all the possibilities in a poe piece because of these these abilities of poe to dance between reality and myth
1: really the, the narrator is struggling to free himself from Lenore's memory. And it's in that kind of twilight haze right before you fall asleep where things in the dream world meld with things in the real world. And that's what's happening to our narrator is, is, is Lenore still there? And it's almost like her ghostly spirit is coming in the form of the raven, which is kind of sometimes a representation of, of death.
0: You know, we have everything from the classic horror of the noises in the dark, and you don't know where it's coming from, right? Like the rapping at the door. And then it's when he opens up the window and the raven flies in. What is that raven? Is it Lenore herself? Is it representative of the man's grief? Um I know teachers go through some of these things like in terms of like, you know, it lands on the the, this, the Greek statue, right? And you have Odin with his two crows. And, and, and I can see that. There's nothing wrong with intertextual analysis for this. But the story is so much bigger than that because it touches on some of the core emotions of what it means to be a human being. Loss, right? If you've lived even a medium amount of time, You've had some brush with death, whether it's losing a loved one, seeing something like that, watching it, even fictionalized in TV. We all have this ability to understand and wrestle with the concepts of mortality and the brush of death. And I feel like that's what this story is doing with this man. He's dealing with grief. He's dealing with loss of some sort is it of life is it severance of connection with whoever Lenore was was he even ever connected with her it doesn't matter because he's struggling with the fact that it's gone
1: i always think about the raven of the bearer of bad news and he keeps forgetting this news as it the story is repetitive trying to remind him that she's gone cuz he's dozing he's falling asleep and for just that split moment he has his Lenore back and then the Raven coming in and giving him that news again, repeating that news back to him breaks his reverie of his, his peace of his love, of his happiness. And we, we brings him back down to reality. And, uh, I mean, who who knows why you know Poe ultimately chose um the the raven over you know a toucan or something. Uh, I mean, it's obviously more <laughs> ominous looking, but uh, I I think that sometimes people get a little caught up on the raven itself and that it is maybe just a messenger, a very iconic one at that. But uh, there, there's a lot more to the story, as you said, than you know honing in on the raven. Lenore and the narrator are the main characters.
0: What is the man? searching for
1: peace of mind um redemption love acceptance pity i think there's a lot of different ways you can go about of what what he wants
0: i wonder if you can view it as like what does man want even you know it's to to the point of it landing on the statue of a god like like is there commentary there even on where do we go for answers right like like do we sometimes scream to to the heavens to gods for answers and there's no response right like there's there's no there's nothing but nature i guess in some ways of looking at that and is is that what's driving this man mad is he's unable to find answers
1: or i mean the raven is landing on a greek statue it could allude to greek tragedy that you know we are going to suffer and that life is tragic and you're going to have terrible things happen to you. It depends on how you cope with them and the narrator is not coping with these things. He might be delusional. He's hearing a bird talk mm. or a bird is stalking him that, that he is, is broken of mind and that can happen as well that, that love and loss can break you as a person.
0: That's actually a really good point because if you think about it, people come from all ilks of life. Right. And there's people that aren't looking to the heavens for answers. There's just us and nature, some of them would say. And that's what this bird is. It's of nature. And we're looking for design, perhaps where there's not, those people would say. Right. Like nature doesn't care about tsunamis, it doesn't care about whose lives it takes from a tsunami's perspective. And it happens. And here's this man almost begging of nature, looking up at this raven, like, why did you take Lenore away from me? And there's no answer there. There's gonna be no answer to the tor- horrible deaths of cancer. And to your point, you said the word coping. And that's what this man's failing to do with his grief is to figure out how to cope with his loss.
1: Oh, well, he's obsessed, right, with with Lenore. You have that repetitive nature throughout there. Lenore, Lenore, I'll have her never more. He, he doesn't know how to process these painful memories. And the Raven is a representation of those painful memories. And I think that... Uh, you know, it, it's almost cyclical where maybe he's gotten past it. Maybe he's okay. And then he wakes up and realizes that she's gone and he goes through this cycle again and the Raven reminds him of his loss and he starts all over again back from zero trying to rebuild himself up.
0: What What if this is a time loop? What if he does this every single night? You know what I mean? And it's that, that cyclical never more, And the fact that, you know, they say insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting different results. And here he is with this raven and the same sound, whatever the raven's true sound is. It's, it's an animal that mimics, right? It's an animal that doesn't speak English. And that's what he's expecting out of this bird, out of nature is to get answers. And he does the same thing over and over again to what avail.
1: And then the Raven leaves, right? Just like Lenore left. <laughs> so it's like a self fulfilling prophecy here of what's happening to the poor narrator. Uh, and and we we don't know why everything is repeating to him. Maybe this is his hell. Maybe he's in purgatory. We 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 don't know.
0: Right. Right. Well, is there healing there? Right? Are the 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 bombs? Uh, you know there. There's a lot of references to maybe even to that earlier point about looking for answers. Should, should there be redemption in the afterlife for him, for this loss? Is there meaning to the suffering? Because if there is no afterlife, what is the point of all the suffering in life? It is it is one of those stories that can just really touch on so many different elements of humanity.
1: I mean, one thing that we have to think about that is very prevalent in a lot of Poe's stories is the idea of of madness and our own psyche and you have this guy talking to a bird, right? And is he an insane asylum? Is, 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 he, is he wrapped up in a straitjacket and he's imagining all this in his head and he's staring up at this bird? Uh, I don't know. Do, do you, does crazy know they're crazy?
0: <laughs> well, what Poe does is the sentences and everything starts out normal, right? Like like we're getting kind of sleepy. Bro's kind of getting ready for bed. And then the it's like the slow increase of heat that the madness just keeps going. And in a spiral, we keep going further and further down the madness. You know, it's the age old question of, you know, you, well, you put a frog in a boiling pot, it jumps out. But if you put a frog in the hot water or in water and then start to heat it up, it won't notice that it's boiling. And that's Poe. You start out in the story that's kind of normal. Okay, we're getting tired, getting ready for bed. There's this rapping, there's the, the noises in the dark trope. And then all of a sudden you realize that, you're talking to a bird about your lost (laughs) lover person that you liked. We don't know who this was, but we went from zero to crazy real quick in the story. And only Poe, I think pulls it off with the, the smoothness. And you mentioned earlier, we, we didn't even talk about the structure of the poem or anything. That's not really what we do on our channel, but how precise and mechanical he is with where the rhymes fall with the rhyming scheme and how many syllables are in each line. It's, it's almost like there's never been like a poem as masterfully pulled off on this. In my opinion, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, his most famous poem and many people's favorites, my personal favorite. One thing I think that the, the, the the nature of this one that really gets me is, is this Poe expressing himself Many people know that he had problems with, you know, abuse of substances. Is the Raven his opioid? Is it laudanum? Is it alcohol? Is it his sexuality? What what is the Raven that that it's broken him as an individual? Uh, and and I think that this one was very very personal for Poe. I, I think that he was trying to speak out, and and I think that's why it became his best. Is it was the closest to kind of answering who he was as a person.
0: So what did the Raven mean to you? Let us know in the comments down below. Subscribe, like, and we're going to leave a Edgar Allan Poe playlist down below of other talks of ours on his stuff. My name is Manuna. Thank you for joining us.
1: Nevermore.